Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Sacred Garden. Uh, it's so exciting to finally uh, step into this space. This is something that I have been contemplating for a really long time in my life. Um, and it's something that came to me towards the end of last year of creating this space to really share my journey of self-development and healing um, and create a hopefully in the future community of people to do the same. Um, I just think we are so much stronger when we heal together and it gives us this beautiful container to feel empowered by each other. Uh, so hopefully this is me putting my foot forward and uh, giving to that beautiful space um, for the future and for many days to come. I suppose I should start a bit by uh, introducing myself. Um, I have been on this wonderful journey of holistic healing uh, since I was, I want to say, I mean, who can really say when it starts for us? Many times it's unconscious and until it becomes conscious and then we realize, oh, wow, this is a lot deeper than what I thought it was. Um, but I, I, I would say in my mid-teens, I started to really anchor into and wonder a lot more about myself. I knew that there was something more out there. I'm like, this can't just be all there is. There's got to be a deeper reason for why we're here or why I'm doing what I'm doing, why I'm the way I am. Why am I different to people? Uh, so I really got into astrology. I used to read like uh, those magazines, those like teen, what did we have? Uh, obviously I grew up in Australia, if you can't tell from my accent, and we had, it was like not Teen Vogue, but like I think it was like Girlfriend Magazine or something like that. And they used to have those like little short um, astrology blurbs about uh, the sun's going to shine tomorrow and so it's a great day for you to go and enjoy the beach or whatever it may be. And I was like, yeah, 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 that's me, that's me, that's me. Uh, but I got to a point where I was like, well, wait, there's got to be more here. So I started to do, I started to look online, look at free astrology charts and I would pick apart the chart, look at different aspects, the different signs that I am and begin to learn about it. That led to numerology and me looking at the power of numbers. And I was just so interested in like personality, my personality, my personality traits, um, what that meant for who I was and how I could understand myself better in order to develop myself. Um, when I was, I want to say 21, uh, myself and my family, we went through some stuff and it led us to uh, learning about Reiki uh, and understanding a bit deeper the capacity we had towards helping ourselves to heal and I think that was really a moment for me where it wasn't just about me researching and gaining knowledge now this is me taking a step forward to really anchor into how am I and what am I doing for myself to develop who I am so that I can be better I can live a better more fulfilling life I can manifest what I want. I can wake up in the morning and be at peace and just 
excited for for the day and for what's to come. So I think if I look at it now, I'm like looking back. I don't think there was actually really a moment (laughs) where my spiritual journey began. I think it was a series of moments where I was just more and more open to the knowledge and wisdom that is outside in the world, but also the knowledge and wisdom that is within me. Um, And I'm growing, I'm still growing, I'm still expanding. I never want to stop learning. But I think it's come a time for me where I'm like, you know what, I, I need to share this. I mean, I suppose you're wondering what I mean by this. This could be anything, right? Um, but for me, it's sort of the practices, um, the innate wisdom that I have embodied and learned from myself, from my experiences, from the many practitioners, spiritual practitioners, holistic healers um, that I have encountered and experienced in my life. And not just that, the people I've met who maybe I initially in the early stages of understanding spirituality, I hadn't seen the spiritual people, but I'd come to st- understand had taught me the most profound lessons in normal everyday life. I'm learning these or have these culmination of experiences that one day in the future are going to hit me and go, wow, I never, ever saw things that way. And so I suppose that's what we really need to understand about spirituality is that it doesn't have a certain look or an aesthetic. We are all such unique beings and we see things in such unique ways. And so it's important to recognize that you can learn someone's practices. I'm sure in many different episodes to come, I'm going to share with you practices I've learned, give you an anchor point to start your own development. But my way is not the highway. It's not my way or the highway. (laughs) I'm sorry, I sort of butchered that. Um, It is being inspired or maybe learning something, even if it's minute, the smallest thing you might learn from me, a, a phrase I say, or I frame something in a different way, but that allows you to take a new step on your journey. And that's what's important. That is why we go to spiritual healers and practitioners. It's not necessarily for us to be healed. It is so that they can hold an open container and space for us to heal. And so that's a a really important point that I want to make with spirituality is it starts with you. It is from your inner world that you experience life. And so when we look at if there's stuff we're struggling through or stuff that we want to understand deeper, the outside world can only be a mirror of what already exists within us. When When you hear that age old sort of idea of your thoughts frame your reality. What that truly means is not necessarily what you think is what is going to happen because there are so many different possibilities and things in motion that are influencing and contributing towards your life. What it more means is your framework, your understanding and the way in which you look at the world comes from the way that you understand look at and journey deeper within yourself. And I think that's something that 
we forget. I mean, we live in a society which is so external. It's about what is in our hands, what is in our grasp, um, that we forget that there is a whole separate world that can be accessed just by slowing down for a second, closing our eyes and breathing. But it seems so simple, right? I mean, we are so inundated with information. The digital uh, landscape is just so overwhelming. I know for me, sometimes I'm like, I just need to put my phone down for a second because the minute I open a social media page, there is just like 3,000 things being thrown at me. And this is the age we live in, this information overload. And so what's so important for us as conscious beings is learning skills and tools and practices that we can embody in our day-to-day life that can help us to navigate the beautiful chaos maybe of what modern living is. It's We don't live in a space anymore where we're in nature all the time and we're grounded and there's a slow practices when you think about like our ancestors when they would go, they would hunt, they would take time to to cultivate their meals um, and there's a whole process behind it. I mean, you look at our modern living now, you can, in 20 minutes, you can have a meal at your door perfectly cooked from your favourite restaurant and it took you one minute to prepare that in your head with your fingers and click and pay and, and you're good. Um, And so I think sometimes there is this sort of debate between modern life and our traditional sort of life and we need to go back to what we did traditionally. But I would question that in a way because I definitely believe that it is important for us to anchor and honour the way that we have evolved and the modern sort of ways that we live but also recognise the limitations to the modern ways we live and what sort of understandings we can draw from our past. What was it that was really, really great about the way we used to live when we were nomads or when we were foragers or when we lived in small communities and we had local farmers and we had everyone knew each other And there was this sense of community to go to a place now where we are connected worldwide, which I think has allowed us to evolve as souls in such a profound way. But how do we help ourselves to stop getting lost in that, which it it can be very, very easy. And I know I've had moments in my life where I am so anchored into what someone else is doing, a spiritual healer is doing, and I start following their way of doing things, but I forget my own. And that's the thing. We learn as we go through things, and this isn't just in spiritual healing, this is in our everyday lives. We learn a basic practice and a way to do things, but eventually we start to get creative and we go, okay, this is my what I need to do. This is my end goal. You think about it like baking a cake, right? There are many, many ways to bake a cake. Of course, you have a method, but as you get more experienced, you're going to tailor things a little bit so things come out a little bit different but more to your liking because 
you have your own method and practice that's going to produce similar or the same results to someone else, but it just makes more sense to you. And that's something I think you learn as you get older and you embody those practices. Um, but I, I, I don't see why we can't learn through that together. It's so interesting for me because I think if there's one thing I can understand about myself as a spiritual being is that I am nowhere near anyone else, but I'm completely connected to other people. And I, sometimes I just have to sit with that for a second because as much as I am an individual, I am a part of a whole. I had this, I was sitting in a meditation the other day and I was thinking about, I was like, I personally have struggled so much in my life with my own individuality and I grew up somewhere where being different when I was growing up was not necessarily something that was greatly celebrated. Um, I mean, my body, I'm curvy, so already growing up where I grew up in Australia, um, on the outskirts of Sydney, there wasn't a lot of people that looked like me. I struggled to buy clothes and what it taught me was that being different is not a good thing, which I want to say right now in this moment, I 100% disagree with. I think our difference is so beautiful and it is in the variation of who we are as people that we are so much stronger. So to anybody out there who looks at themselves and says, I can't be like other people, good. There's a reason for that. Imagine if in a team of people, everyone had the same skill set. You'd get nowhere. <laughs> There'd be no uh, new ideas coming in, no different ways to do anything. You'd have no efficiency. I think it'd be a bit of a nightmare, to be quite honest with you. Um, but yeah, so something I've, I think I have really began to embody is that in essence, spirituality is the embodiment, embodiment, sorry, of your authenticity. When you are being your most authentic self, the you that speaks directly from a place of intuition that is connected to whatever makes you 100% happy, where you feel like you can dress in whatever way you want to dress and you feel like you are seen and represented in the outside world and you are nourishing your body and you feel empowered to achieve whatever goals you set and you know that you will always be protected and guided in your life. When you are in that place, that is the complete and honest embodiment of spirituality. And even if you are not in that place, if you are journeying towards it, if you are cultivating it, if you are learning through it, you are still the complete embodiment of spirituality because it doesn't matter how things look, it is the essence within it that is important. And we say, we say that, and that is something I will say about every certain person in this world. Just because a person doesn't meet beauty standard doesn't mean that there isn't something beautiful within them. We each have our own taste. Some people really vibe with chocolate cake. Other people are like, nah, that ain't for me. But that's all right. That doesn't mean there's anything wrong with chocolate cake. Chocolate cake's amazing. 
I'll eat it every day. Well, probably won't because (laughs) I like to enjoy my chocolate cake when it feels right for me. But this is the biggest thing that I think that sometimes maybe in modern spirituality or in, in the spirituality that I have seen unraveling, especially online, is that a lot of people think that there has to be one specific way that things are done. There has to be this sort of doctrine to the way that you live your life. You have to eat like this. You have to think like this. You have to do these practices. And I'm going to say to you right now, in the most honest way, you don't. And let me tell you why. Because within you, you have your own innate wisdom. You know what your body needs. You know what resonates with you and what doesn't. Unfortunately, the lives we have lived, we have come out of touch with that sense, that if you want to say sixth sense, and we call it intuition. You intuitively intuitively know what is going to nourish you and allow you to be fulfilled in everything you do. And so a big part of going through or being on a spiritual journey is learning how to cultivate that inner compass so that it can lead you to your most divine blessings that are tailored specifically for you. I think it's just so crazy because if we look at a lot of the things we struggle with the most in our life, it's that we are moving in a direction that doesn't speak to who we truly are. Maybe it's the job that we have, our relationship, the foods that we eat, the shows that we watch on TV. We follow these patterns because in many ways we're told externally that that's what we should desire and want and that's the life we should lead. And eventually we're like, nah, it ain't for me. (laughs) I think I had my nah, it ain't for me moment pretty young. Um, I sort of just knew, I was like, nah, 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 this this just isn't me. And it just took me a long time to unravel that. I mean, I struggle with my own, my own I want to say, uh, ability to express myself fully, um, which is so interesting that I've chosen <laughs> to, to do a podcast. But I, I mean, that's also a thing for me. This is something that's helping me to grow. As much as maybe I'm giving little tidbits that can help others, I am growing through what I learn. It's so crazy because I could say something right now and in a month listen back to it and frame it in a completely different way. And that is the beauty of being on this sort of path of self-development is that you know that the person you were yesterday has helped you to become the person you are today and you are grateful and thankful for all versions of yourself in helping you to be the best version of yourself. And that is the person you are right now, flaws and all. Because at the end of the day, that is what perfection is. It is the fact that in our own way, we can be and are unlike anyone else. No one can be me. No one can think like me. No one can look like me. No one can see the world like me. No one's had my experiences. And that is what makes me beautiful. And that is exactly the same for anyone else. And at some point, I think we begin to realize or we are trying to work to a point where we realize that 
being like everyone else and doing things like everyone else is not who we truly are. And I think a lot of our inner, I want to say the word angst, I suppose, comes from the fact that we know that we are not living in alignment with our soul's journey, our soul's purpose, our soul's wisdom. Spiritually, we all know and we understand that we are souls experiencing a human existence and that there are lives before that we may have lived in different places and there will be many lives after. But at the end of the day, it is our soul that is experiencing this. And so we ask ourselves the question, how can I allow my soul to have the best experience ever? When I go on holiday, if I'm going to like uh, a country I've never been before and I'm experiencing something new, I'm not just going to sit in my hotel room. I'm going to go out and I'm going to be like, yo, what can I do that's new? What new experiences are there out there? Okay, I've never gone skydiving before and I've always thought about doing it. Why not do it here? Think about like when you go on holiday. I mean, I shouldn't really be encouraging people to spend money without any thought. But what I'm saying is when you go on holiday, you are a lot more free in the way that you uh, do things. You are more open to doing things you would not normally do when you're when you're back home because you see that as a special moment. It's not something you usually have and you'll never have it again. Well, think about your soul's journey on this earth in this lifetime right now as exactly the same as that. Your soul is never, ever going to experience life as as it is now in this moment. So why not make the best of it? <laughs> I know it sounds, I make it sound a lot easier than it can seem, but I promise you, as you learn to peel away the layers of what maybe you struggle with in your life, the everyday things that you do that maybe are making that a bit harder, you will start to know and understand that it is in the mo- the smallest choices that we make that we are most liberated. It is in that five minutes I give myself in the morning to do deep breathing, that moment I have where I sit on my bed and I have my tall glass of water that I had set out for myself the night before and I just center myself to prepare myself for the day. In that moment, that is me connecting consciously with myself, my true authentic self, and giving her a moment to just be grounded and present in this current reality. And in in that way, that is me embodying my spirituality. And so there's so many ways, I think, for, for each of us to do that. And I suppose we can all look at our practices or just our existence and see, what am I doing that maybe I can take a moment, slow down for a second, and breathe through it, surrender to that moment and fully experience it, experience it, sorry, so that I can enjoy it and not have to look back at the photos of it the next day to remember what it was like. I truly believe that it is in the moments that we are the most grounded, that we are the most connected to ourselves, that we allow the essence of the universe and and of our spiritual selves to truly exist and experience this life. 
And I suppose a big part of of our spiritual journeys is coming back to that place. And I say the word back because it is important for all of us to understand that we are pure divine souls of complete light and love. And I know that can sound whimsical, but the sooner that you accept that, the easier it becomes for you to heal in every way and capacity heal. Once you set that anchor and that marker and you begin to truly understand that, it makes it so much easier for you to peel away the layers that do not speak to your soul's authentic expression. Because at the end of the day, that truth of who you are is your greatest power. It is everything. It is everything. If we think about the people who have truly made the biggest impact on who we are, musicians, Prince, Michael Jackson, artists, Vincent van Gogh, um, Michelangelo, I'm sure there's many, many other people that I haven't named, spiritual leaders and gurus, those people were so different to in their time, William Shakespeare, so different to everyone else in their time. But the one thing they do did was They honoured their humanity and they honoured how different they were to everyone else. And although people looked at them and they're like, oh, they're a bit strange, but they're kind of genius, they were already living almost in their own way in the future. They saw things in ways no one else could or no one else did. And that was their magic. And think about it, there are are people from our past, our, our human past, that we still look to today and we're like, wow. There are civilizations and societies which did things so different to us. And although we might have seen them as less advanced, they actually were probably more advanced in the way they thought and the intelligence than we are today, which is just so crazy to think about. So I suppose what I want to leave you with is just an essence of remembering just how important you are to this grand scheme of everything that's happening in the world that in the eyes of the universe this great profound entity you might say consciousness existence essence that flows through each and every one of us that exists outside and within us that we are all a big part of this plan that is at play for us to experience the beauty of life to never stop learning and growing and to realize just how brilliant we are. Thank you for taking a moment to connect with the Sacred Garden. I hope this place has provided you with all the divine nourishment that you currently need. I look forward to meeting you here next time. Many blessings and infinite love.